Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We got only us. Every time we come to us, Daniel, it's only going to be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who knows? Three zero three eight three one thirteen forty. the hotline as well as the text line hour two thanks for being with us sierra just walked by looked me directly in the eye and said hi i don't know if i got it here on my snap she looked walked right by me look she's holding one of her kids looked at me like i mean she's beautiful and goes hi wow i mean i don't know you know it's like just when i thought that life couldn't get any worse because of the whole Tim Patrick thing, Sierra goes and smiles at me and says hi. It's a lot of media jerks out here, but she chose me, little old me. That's cute, man. That's cute. <laughs> you won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Remember the rest no, of the Westbrook? That's Beyonce. No, you missed it because there was like a month ago when Russell Westbrook was like there's some news that he wasn't going to trade or something like that. And that that song just just dropped. And he did a little video in his car where he was going, he won't break my soul. And everyone's like, what? And it, it was because that song had just barely dropped. Russell Westbrook, you, you should find it and play it because I think he actually sings it in his voice. All right, I'll look for it. That would be pretty. On. We might be able. We might be able to find audio on that. It's we miss. So, we uh, miss if I I lost you for like five seconds there. So I'm not sure what oh, you said after I in said, his voice. No, no. What I was saying was, um, there's are the Chargers doing hard knocks? No, Lions. Okay, the Lions are doing hard knocks. Well, there's some audio from like some Chargers camp show thing maybe it's from their own website or their own team stuff where <laughs> it's keenan allen making fun of russell wilson instead of broncos country let's ride he was saying bolt bolts what was he saying bolt fam, bolt fam. let's fam. ride let's ride bolt fam let's ride <laughs> bolt fam let's ride bolt fam let's ride <laughs> Both fans. That's right. Mike Dub. Let's ride. <laughs> Mike Dub. Ellis Wood, though. That's right. <laughs> oh. Danny, I don't know what happened. You got you. You're staticky right now. I'm staticky right now. You were, there was just like three seconds of straight static, so I don't know what happened. No, nothing happened. I was laughing the whole time. I think it's so freaking funny. So that's Mike Willie. That's uh, Keenan Allen making fun of. You know, I don't. Is it making fun of? What do you call that making fun of? I think it's just making fun of the whole, like the <laughs> phenomenon around it. Because we've seen countless college quarterbacks doing it for their fan bases. Like some in a serious way, some in a joking way. I think some people were getting too worked up about it. Like, oh, wait till we play you. It's like. He's having fun with the with the whole marketing idea. It's like it's it's Too not funny. that big a deal. People need to lighten up. Bolts fam, he says. Bolts Bolt fam. Bolts fam. Let's ride. Can I hear it one more time? Bolt fam. Let's ride. 
Both hands. Both hands. That's right. <laughs> Both hands. Let's ride. Both hands. Let's ride. Both hands. <laughs> Mike Dub. Let's ride. Ellis <laughs> smooth though. So you know, on this show, Danny Bailey, we want credit for everything, right? I mean, give us some credit. I mean, for real, right? Yeah. What are what we I'm, doing it for if not? Give them some credit. I mean, for real. I'm wondering if we were the very, very first people to do the Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. You don't think we we're the first ones to do it? Or we just got on with everybody else. Broncos country. Got, let's ride. Uh, we were pretty early for sure. I think we were really early on it because we knew that that had some some kind of staying power or something. There was something special to it. One more, Russell. Let's do one more. Broncos country. Let's ride. Damn, I like <laughs> Bolt Fam. Bolt Fam. Let's ride. <laughs> Bolt fam. Let's try. Okay, I'm over it now, but it's just funny. I love it. Is it making fun of Russell Wilson? Yes or no? Nah. I think he kind of is. But in a... I don't know. Here's a text. The entire league is mocking his corny ass. <laughs> uh, chill, bro. Well, they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, so... Yeah. I heard that. Broncos country. Let's ride. Bolt fam. Let's ride. Uh, okay. I just don't know if it's disrespect. I think it's funny. Do you think Russell Wilson's embarrassed by it? I don't think Russell Wilson gets embarrassed. He's, no, he doesn't get nervous. That's what he told DMAC. I don't think I don't he get... gets embarrassed either. So he doesn't get embarrassed either? No, why would he? Robot human is this who doesn't get embarrassed or nervous? Man, I don't know. I get nervous walking into Dove Valley every day. Make sure my credential works. Be like that meme of that Jets player where he's trying to get into the front of the building and he can't get in, you know? Well, you know why he doesn't get embarrassed, right? Because he's with Sierra. Well, that probably plays a big role in it, but uh, why can't I find it? Because he's Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, what I'm Russell. looking for, and I can't, I, for the what, life of I, me, can't find it. What's your motivation? It's being unlimited. I, I, I love Russell. I'm happy with Russell. I wouldn't trade Russell for anybody other than Mr. Allen unlimited. And Allen and Mahomes are the only two guys I trade Russell for. And, yeah, that's fair. And Burrow. Burrow. I wouldn't trade Russell for anybody else in the league. I love Joe Shiesty. Me too. Go ahead. Go easy on that cigar, boy. I'll never forget that one either. So I wouldn't trade Russell for anybody in other than those three quarterbacks in the world. Not another player. I think I just realized that. Who else would you trade Russell Wilson for? Tell me. Um, I don't. I mean. Trevor Lawrence. Not, Who would no. trade him for Aaron Rodgers for damn sure? No, not Brady. I mean, maybe Brady, but but Russell's got significantly more in the tank. There aren't many guys, and I think you already named them. It's really just those three. It's Burrow, Mahomes, or Allen. 
I can't think of another. It wouldn't be Stafford because they're about the I same age. I don't think I'd do Herbert. Oh, damn. I See, I've been making the argument like I wouldn't do Herbert, that he has so much to prove still. Hey, damn. I probably... Yeah, I probably would steal. I probably would take Herbert, to be honest with you. But I just looking, Herbert's 23 and Russell's 33. So I'm like the unknown of whatever's going to happen with Herbert in the next 10 years. It'd just be the pure, you know, longevity experience of having a guy like that. If I knew, which you never know, if I knew that guy was going to be on my team for for those 10 years plus an extra three or four like Russell's going to give us here or five or six or he says 10. So um, Herb, I have to think about it. I can give you a final answer later on that one. But yeah, I mean, there's no one else I would trade. I, w- I wouldn't do it for Trey Lance. I wouldn't do it for I just can't think of any other guys who are kind of in this di- in this discussion who I would consider having as my quarterback in the whole world of planet Earth than than Russ. And if some of the stuff that he does comes along with it, it doesn't bother me. I kind of got his back. I think it's kind of funny. The the really funny, cool thing I'm hoping is, like, it's all tactical. Like, it's all on purpose, you know? it's Some guys, like, <laughs> there's a couple ways to look at this. It's like the guys who, like, who I will say give their body to the music. Or like the guys who just go to go dance, like our person, you just go dance, like on the dance floor. You don't care what anyone's thinking. You're not even thinking about what anyone else is thinking about you. You're just it's like there's no shame in your game. Shame's a strong word to say, like there's no shame, but there's no self. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, where it's like there's no self, not self-awareness. You just don't look at the world through those eyes and you don't care what anyone thinks. You're not even thinking about it. You're just going to go out there and have a yeah, good time. You have, and, and you're not self-conscious. You just you... self-conscious. That's a pretty good one. I think that might encompass what I'm trying to say here. So I, there, I think there are people like that who might act a certain way because that's the not a front they're putting on it's just the way they operate so i would hope that russell you know like there was some kind of tongue-in-cheek odd quirky something to mr unlimited and he didn't really think like that was gonna catch you know what i mean like that wasn't his like the most the saddest thing would be like if him and his team of not only the eight or ten people who travel around with him for, you know, to get his body right and, you know, make him be a quarterback day in and day out of his life, but his team of agent and uh, publicists, all that kind of stuff, if they all, you know, took a month and they might have hired a firm, man, we need something, a slogan for Russell. It just doesn't have, you know, Robot Russell's the, is the nickname. we got to change that. We need something else. Yeah, if, I don't if, think like, it was that at all. What they came up with was See, if they came up with Mr. Unlib, then I'd even I'd be super disappointed in Russell. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like No, it's I don't think it was that at all. I think it's factors here. A lot of things I'm saying here. I think it's him hanging out me or not. You know what I mean? Are they following? Yeah, I agree. It's him hanging out on a you weekend out. morning. Out. All right, can you hear me now? It's him. You cut out again. Yeah, you're going to have to talk to Anilo to fix it. I can't do anything yeah, from yeah. here. It's him no, at home <laughs> on a on a weekend morning with the family and he's like i'm gonna be inspirational i'm gonna be myself and put this out there it wasn't it wasn't like calculated or well it was calculated in the sense that he's doing things because he believes people need inspiration and see him as an inspiring figure 
I'm going to try to look at Russell like the way I said it, with just no self-conscious, just kind of like he don't really care what people think about him. But the one, He's got one person, two people who he's worried about, the, thing, who, the way they think about him. That's JC, right? And that's um, Sierra. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe his kids. Uh, maybe, maybe nothing else matters to Russell. Maybe none of that other stuff matters to Russell. I don't think it does. But also, you know, man, like I said, if there was like one person in the world who I would be more disappointed in than anybody to find out, like, it's all fake, it's all a front, it would be like Peyton. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, doesn't what, don't you believe Peyton's the most tru- truest, purest form of human like we have? You know, I'd be so devastated. You know, when like you find out your heroes are kind of jerks or like buttholes, bungholes, uh, you know, <laughs> I just don't know if Russell's so polished or if it's just the way God made him <laughs> I don't know yeah I think he was born that care. way as as I think he's just born that way think he was born that way did I mention Sierra looked at me and smiled right, right at me okay let's go to break yeah today's day 7 303-831-1340 the hotline as well as the text line Danny Williams Danny Bailey and Nilo's hanging with us back on the other side it's my life sports Good job, you found it. I knew you would. You identified You're it. Super talented. Danny runs the show. Well, we did it together. You know what I mean? It's like anything. Um, we're a team. Uh, okay. Stretching as a team here is going on right, right directly in front of us. Uh, they will kick things off here. And stretching is the official kind of start here. So they're 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 at it now. Vibe the mood and the music's pumping. Guys look like they're—I don't know. I can't say everyone's in high spirits. I imagine half the guys out here right now might have Tim Patrick in the back of their mind, along with all the other work they got to do, and and just the feeling of you know having the pads on and playing football. So you don't get over it. You don't really get over that kind of stuff. You got to hope in a lot of weird kind of ways that, you know, say there's some beef, say a couple guys had a beef position groups, had a beef uh, offensive defense guys had a beef, uh, you know, uh, coach coaches and uh, players with this or that, or the, you know, the thought of this, or I don't like to do this. It's not how coach Fangio did it. Or it's not how they did it, where I came from. Well, when you have an injury that happens to a player like Tim Patrick, who's a really beloved guy, um, then I think it puts everything in perspective for every one of these players. The veteran players who are trying to find a way to have success here as, you know, their careers are so important to them and they know it's not the beginning. And then these young guys who are doing anything to just kind of make a team here. Uh, imagine, I think you, I imagine you've got to have a little bit of a realignment of, um, 
of a mindset and maybe an emotional reboot. It's not, it's not a rebuild. It's 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 a reboot. But uh, a rebuild. It's it, it's a rebuild. It's exciting. It's I, a it's a reboot. I'm humbled. But it's not a rebuild. It's a reboot. Again, it's a it's 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 exciting. I'm humbled to be here, man. It's a. Jeff, I love that man. I uh, yeah. I don't know if we're gonna see guys get too serious with it today. The guys might need a mental day off too. Maybe the injury. I don't know. There's no really bright spots or lights at the end of the tunnel to this kind of injury, but maybe just came at the right time for these guys to have a you know a day where you didn't have to worry about getting maybe getting hurt in the same situation. It was like I, I, you want to acknowledge it. But you don't want to live in fear. You got to go out there and play. I wish I had a player next to me right now. We might have Mark Jackson in here tomorrow. He had some stuff going, trying to get Mark out here. I'd love to have him. Stop by the station uh, yesterday. Mark did? Oh, yeah. Cool. Had to pick up a check. What'd he say? Oh, really? Oh, what's that about? Interesting. Was there one for me anywhere? Extra checks? I don't know. I don't look for checks. I, um, I'm a direct deposit guy. Oh, well, I look at everyone's check. I got a way to do it. Like, I kind of sneak and peek in there. Eric's got some big checks. <laughs> Wowzers. Um, okay. So, let's see here. We got uh, a lot of time left in this segment. Haven't mentioned Vin Scully one time. He's one of the greatest Dodgers ever. He's probably one of the 10 greatest Dodgers ever. And that includes every great Dodger player, Jackie Robinson, um, Sandy Koufax, every great Dodger that, that there ever was. Tommy Lasorda, he's as um, iconic. I'm not going to say the word important, but he was, but iconic of a figure as all those other guys who were ever on the field. They keep showing, it's rubbing me the wrong way a little bit, Kurt Gibson's home run. You know Kurt Gibson's home run? I mean, the best call was Jack Buck. Yeah, the one I when he's injured. What I just saw. That was not Vince Scully who did that. So we're playing that highlight everywhere today and yesterday. And everyone's waiting for, I don't believe what I just saw. That wasn't Vince Scully. That was Jack Buck. So, you know, Vince Scully, like he he was great. He was iconic. Really super special. Perfect for that town. Um, I mean, 94 years old. He was calling games for like last year, right? To tell you to just a couple years ago. Um, yeah. And I all time iconic figure, maybe one of the greatest, one of the greatest ever. Super sad, uh, incredible life. I can only, you know, dream of a guy like me who I'm not a player. You know, I don't like dream to have played. You do, you do, you know, but that, you know, I, I dream of having a really unique career like that guy had that's just endless. I mean, that guy was doing it. And it, he mattered for all of those years, for all of those years to matter like that, you know? Um, what are your thoughts on Vin, on Vince Scully, Danny Bailey? Oh, uh, yeah, I think a lot of what he did, obviously, like you said, he had a long, illustrious career. So he was around for a long time. I did hear some of his later stuff, but a lot of his earlier stuff, I was either not really conscious during or not even born yet. Well, you were—he um, was 25 years old. Yeah, when all his first World Series. Yep, Anilo's he age, was I think. Five years old. How old are you, Anilo? He's 24. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's Crazy. Almost an end, 
in any era, you have to have, like, paid your dues a million times over to have the opportunity to do stuff like that. So, I mean, he must have been really damn freaking good early or looked older than he was or been mature, have been at the right place at the right time. That's how he... Like, well, I won a contest. I mean, like, what do they want me to say? People be like, oh, man, you're... I can, you got a great radio voice. I see it. I can, I, I get it now. Like I on the radio because I want a voice or like I have a, that's like about having a great voice. You know what I mean? That's not, that ain't really it. You gotta, it's all the other things. You know what I mean? To, you know, but you gotta get lucky. These jobs are lucky. You know, that guys like Anil and I have, but luck is when what Danny Bailey. Hard work meets preparation. Let's go. When preparation meets opportunity. When preparation sure, and opportunity meet and kiss, that's when <laughs> that's when uh, luck kind of happens. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, probably, yeah, I see here on a text. Harry Carey and Vince Scully are probably the two greatest to ever do it. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know every guy who has ever done it. I'm sure there's been some other old guys who have done it and done it really well. I like the Yankees. But my favorite Yankees was, uh, oh, my goodness gracious, of all the unbelievable things I have ever seen, Roger Clemens is in George Steinbrenner's box, and he's coming back. Oh, my goodness gracious. That's, like, one of my favorite stuff. And that's a lady with a deep voice. But, yeah, man. Vince Scully. R.I.P. Vince Scully. What a great life you had. Pretty special. Does he have like a kid who's the next Scully coming up? Like uh, Joe Buck, something? You know? Cease the Deese. Ah, uh, see, so he's lost a lot of weight. Looking kind of sickly now. The soda weight loss. Wait for it. Stand in the yard. Should I get on soda weight loss so I could look sickly? What do you think, Danny Bailey? You like beefcake, Danny? You were uh, talking about it the other day. The dad bot is in, and you're rocking it. I know. I know. But sometimes you just want to be lean, too lean and mean. I'm not like the fat kid wearing the uh, a shirt at the swimming pool. I'm not doing that. But you can tell that I, I've, I've had the meats. Been eating the meats. Oddbees. Okay. 10.26 a.m. We could set up a break here. They're getting working. They're drilling out here. Can't tell you really what's happening. But I can tell you that Emmanuel Sanders will not be coming back to play for the Denver Broncos. You heard it here first. I don't know. Maybe he might feel differently at the middle point of the season, a few more months, uh, you know. But... Like two great former athletes, myself and Emmanuel, we're just focused on our kids now's progression into the professional ranks, uh, Princeton and JJ. Two total studs. Let me tell you what Emmanuel said about JJ last night. Warm my little heart, Danny. You ready for this? Let's hear it. He said uh, he was talking about you know, wanting to come. They're playing tackle. So he was like, well, I want to still come practice with you guys for fall baseball. Emmanuel was saying, I was like, well, I, 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 I told him then. He was like, well, we're kind of going to ask you the same thing. I could tell that's kind of where he was going. Marty, oh, what's up, buddy? And uh, I was like, yeah, you got to do it. You know, it's I want that. He's playing, you know, spring ball with us. I still want him to come get some work with us. And he said, 
JJ is a baller at whatever he does. Looking forward to seeing that kid get older to see which direction he will choose with his talents. That was nice, huh? This kid is flat out magic. I hit him with that. <laughs> I said, Princeton special too, bro. Uh, he was a great vocal leader for us at baseball. He delivers, delivered for us too, and he improved big time. I said, Princeton and JJ kind of belong together. He said, we'll keep them together as much as we possibly can. And then we, I said, okay, love you. I, I didn't say, okay, love you. But the other, all the other stuff is true. Uh, Kid right here has got a wicked champ Bailey jersey on. I don't know if he's with the friends and family group, but it's nice to see a champ jersey like this. Looks good. Did you hear what Champ said about Pat? Okay, let's go to. Well, of course I did, Danny. But why don't you tell the listeners about it in detail? Send me the link. Uh, well, I think it was secondhand, but there's a story up about it on MileHighSports.com. Um, but Champ mm-hmm. Bailey thinks that Pat Sertan II has Hall of Fame potential. Hmm. Okay. That's from one Hall of Famer well, we, to we're talking an up and coming great Bronco. I think we talked about that at the beginning of the week or late last week, Danny Billy, about how Patrick Sertan looked the part, looks bigger, stronger. And I compared his body to that of champs. Remember that? Remember that? Come oh, yeah. on. Oh, thank you. I was like, I see a mimosas back there because there's no one there. He's sipping a little, uh, you know, little hooch. You got a little hooch back there? Nah, you're not. I know you're on top of your game as usual. Danny Bailey and Danny Williams join the conversation. If Chuck, if you're still there, we'll get you on the other side, okay? Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Back in UC Health Training Center, day seven of training camp. We appreciate you guys being with us. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Man, Russell, <laughs> Russell throws like a beautiful ball, man. But the best way that I could say it is like he's got these giant hands for one. So for anyone who's like, he's just a little guy. He's not. He's thick. He's, you know, I think that's why Sierra, we were built kind of the same, same height, same build, Russell and I. I think that's why Sierra rolled by and kind of, you know, dropped me that, you know, what's up a little bit, gave me that smile, said hi, um, for one. And two, he's just like, it's like he's got a baseball in his hands and he throws it as such. He can make any throw. You know what I mean? Um, hard throws, middle of the field, touch throws, just it's kind of who and what he is and what he's, what he's about. So, um, yeah, I just, guy's great. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to make it seem as though the guy's the greatest of all time. But I will say he's got so much legacy on the line here. And that's, you know, man. So 
Are you with me, Danny Bailey? Mm-hmm. Drew Brees won a Super Bowl, and Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl at points in their career. You know, maybe uh, Brees is probably about in the middle of his career, and Aaron Rodgers maybe in the earlier part of his maybe fourth or fifth season, right? So you're thinking like, well, you know, it puts you in immediately into a, a stratosphere in a category that, you know, it's you, with other greats. When you have the accomplishments, the stats that those guys have, as well as the the ultimate, you know, the ultimate prize, the, the championship ring. But those two guys' careers have since went on to, you know, we all thought, man, it's just the beginning for Aaron Rodgers. Certainly he's going to win another one, maybe three or four. You know, kind of like, you know, at one point we're thinking of Aaron Rodgers, like some of the stuff that um, Patrick Mahomes is doing. You know, the, the incredible touchdown rate with no interceptions, just clean, clean ball. Same thing with Drew Brees. You're thinking like, man, it's, well, he got over the tummy, beat Peyton Manning to do it. You know, they got a great team. Probably going to go win another one. Well, as time goes on, those guys didn't win another one. Aaron Rodgers has not won another one. And I think that Russell Wilson saw his own career going in those guys' direction. Okay? So, you know, Drew Brees, it seems like played for the Saints. I don't think there'd be some young kids who didn't even know he was a, a charger. You know, uh, Dub fam, let's try. Uh, I think Russell Wilson didn't want to, in a sense, go down with the ship. He needed a fresh start. He wanted to go to a place that was closer. And he wanted to go to a place that was like chasing it all over again or just chasing it, period. But the chase, you have to have, you know, the the right pieces in place. If you're going to have, you know, if you're going to go run with guys, it's just, it's, uh, what do they call it? Where the uh, hand the bat baton off the relay. You got to have other guys ready to go out there and do the same things that you're kind of, um, willing and wanting and so desperate to do. So he chose the Broncos. He thought these guys were talented enough. I'm wondering right now, a couple things. I don't want to stray from where I'm going, but I'm wondering if he believes the same thing now that he's got an up close and personal look at this offense and these players, if he believes the same things. If he's stronger in his thought by, uh, process by it, or if he's like, we might have had some of the same kind of talent there in Seattle. I wonder what he really believes. We'll never know that kind of stuff. But Russell came here to do something that only a couple guys have ever done in the history of the league. That's when Super Bowls with two different teams at the quarterback position. And who are those two guys? It's the two greatest quarterbacks of all time, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. So, uh, man, this guy's got so much. Like, So here's – you want to know the truth, Danny Bailey? The stone cold truth? Yeah. Here's what my wife said. Sierra and Russell are totally self-conscious and worried about themselves too much. They want to be liked and are people pleasers. They don't like feeling disliked. They care too much what everyone thinks. And then she said, Sierra said hi because you made her feel uncomfortable staring at her. She had to say something. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a lie. And then she said, dad bot is not in, my wife said. That's hurtful. Uh, what do you think about the first part of her statement? Uh, I disagree. But 
I guess, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion, even if it's wrong. Sarah is a superstar who has a whole team of people and like marketing team, you know, our agency who's like whole goal is to make you look good day in, day out, everywhere that you'll ever be. Every story, every little piece of news, every tidbit. And it's like important for someone like her to stay in the limelight. Relevant. Um, I think Russell probably believes that about himself now too. I mean, well, all, all celebrities have a degree of that in their personality. I owe you an apology. Let me personally apologize to you. Come here real quick. What's your name? Amarion. Amarion. Where, where, who, who are you here with? Martin. Martin. I like that. Uh, who's your favorite Bronco? Uh, Russell Wilson. What sports do you play? Uh, football, basketball, and soccer. Flag or tackle? Tackle. Really? What year did you start playing tackle? Because my son's nine. We're just um, deciding if we're going to make that step up or not. Nine years old. You were nine? So what are you thinking about these Broncos? You thinking that we're going to have a lot of success this year? Or do you think it's going to take a little bit of time? Um, we're going to have a lot of success. I think Russell Wilson looks great. I love him. Yeah, me too. I was just saying that you, you can help me with this one. I don't think there's there's maybe three quarterbacks in the whole league that I might rather have than Russell. But that's it. And that's Mahomes and that's Josh Allen. And Rodgers. And now, no, I take, I'll take Russell over Rodgers because Rodgers is like 38. I think Aaron Rodgers is like two years left of good football. Yeah. I think I think Russell has like five or six years left of good football, and I think those are kind of the same, close to the same players. But that's a really good take. Some people would agree with you on that on that with Aaron Rodgers. But I I think that we got you know more longevity. We got Russell's going to be here for a long time. It's going to feel like a long time. But all right, so what are you doing here? Who who are you most excited to see besides Russ? Um, Patrick Satan. Yeah, I love I love Pat. Uh, PS two. What's what they call him? PS two. Yeah. Uh, Javante Williams is going to be so. So good. We're going to like the whole, it's like, he's still kind of, he hasn't really broke out yet, but everyone's going to fall in love with this guy. So what school do you go to? Uh, VSST college you. Okay, cool. Well, uh, he, I I left him hanging on a a handshake and he told me he took that personal. And I said, Hey, let me personally apologize to you. So you're a good kid. appreciate you, man. Enjoy being out here. Okay. Maybe we'll hit you up in a little bit. Okay. Thank you. All right. Sure, buddy. So yeah, man, good kid. Here with Mario. He's Mario's from Altitude. He used to produce me at and Cello and I at Altitude Radio. So I don't know how he got in here today, but maybe I'll try to sneak JJ in on on Friday by himself back here. So yeah, man. Uh, let's see. What was I saying, Danny Bailey? Did I say what was I? We're talking about how Russell Wilson and Sierra need to be liked. Because here's the truth. The the proof is in the pudding. Even if my wife is right, which of course she is, babe. I love you so much. But even if, you know, she's right or wrong, the clout that you have has to be created and based off of some success. If you're not making the kind of hit music anymore, you know, then you're not going to be a star anymore. If you're not a great player anymore, then you're not going to be looked at anymore as a revered kind of figure that's relevant. So whether Russell Wilson's trying to make a name for himself outside, you know, if there's a branding purpose to his, what he's trying to do. No, I get that. I totally understand. That's what it's about. Now the Tom Brady brand, all these, you know, just cause Peyton doesn't do it. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. You know what I mean? So with it, winning, it has to come from winning. If Russell has success and will win here, then he's going to be the, you know, it, whether you think he's corny or not, it's just, he's going to turn you out. You're going to think, well, he, he might be corny, but he's one of the greatest of all time. And listen, guys, if Russell Wilson wins a Super Bowl here next year, 
they go to the playoffs here and they win a playoff game. Okay. They win 11 games, get in the playoffs, win a game, and lose in the divisional round of the playoffs. Just short of the AFC Championship game. Have an offseason next year where they add two or three, you know, beefcakes, come in here, one, you know, multi-time pro bowler, just beef it out, a good... trying to do it's gonna explode all over again we're gonna look at him in a whole new light we're gonna look at him with the perspective as potentially one of the greats of all time he has that at stake and at risk here totally 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 we can look at russell wilson he can get he can play his way into you know he wins a couple super bowls here we're talking about a i don't know man he has more touchdowns than joe montana man yeah, we, we would have to look at him as about as good as Elway. And I think always like the a godlike figure. I don't know, man. Let's go to break. Danny Williams, Danny Bailey on a role play Wednesday edition of the program. One final segment. Let's finish strong before we get out of here. It's my life sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Nice choice. I like that song a lot. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. Final segment here for us. Practice ends at uh, 11.30, so we'll kind of just hang out, make our way to where all the media has made its way to where kind of players exit and there's a podium for coach. Simple kind of walkthrough stuff today is what the offenses and the defenses are going through now. Special teams getting some work on the other field done right now. Very, very low-key kind of pace and vibe. And as expected, you know, maybe the temperament and maybe there's not as much, you know, dancing kind of stuff going on which is cool you can do all that kind of stuff if there's music out here you want it to be you know you want it to be that kind of vibe but also there has to be a real sense of like focus and purpose because man it's just i mean these guys even as opposed to like five years ago definitely 10 or 12 15 years ago the time on the field like the actual time that these guys have to put the product together it's probably about half the amount of time. So all that other time has to come, you know, be made up on, in the film room and, and, you know, stuff that's off of the field, more, you know, mental stuff. And even then, it's like, man, you used to live here as a player. I mean, they used to literally live at Golden Greeley and live there. You know what I mean? So um, these guys are, there's camaraderie. They're, they're, they are together. You know, they're, they're together right now. And um, it's a tight bond. It, it's all that kind of stuff. But it's just the time on the field to really prepare to go put the product on the field the hall of fame game is when tomorrow night tonight tomorrow night danny bailey hall of fame game? tomorrow night i mean that's freaking crazy but that's real football i mean there's gonna be guys banging heads tomorrow in that game and once you know once that hall of fame game um is played you know your team is going to be playing the kind of the following weekend so uh, everyone together here at the middle of the field. I don't know if they're going to call this thing done here. Offense and defense. Uh, you know, it's it's 
this one's for Tim Patrick kind of today and rightfully so, but I'm hoping they could turn the page tomorrow and tune it back up and find a way to move on and, you know, rally around the guy. So give me some, before we get out of here, Danny Bailey, give me some of our best of text messages and thank you, sir. For sure. Alo says, great take, Rochelle. <laughs> uh, okay. F. Lewis, uh, he he thought that we were saying Bolt fan with an N because the Chargers only have one fan, uh, but it's oh, Bolt fam with an M, like fa- uh, short shortened version uh, of family. Bolt fan. That's right. Bolt fan. That's right. Damn, that's you know that's gonna be pretty good stuff. That's kind of the stuff of legend, actually. And then uh, Noit said maybe Herbert above. Uh, above Russell, but we talked about that. And F. Lewis threw out Millie Vanilli Wilson over huh. Herbert. Dang. I mean, he's got that dog in him. Millie Vanilli Wilson. It's kind of cold. Uh, and then oh, on it's... the receiver stuff, uh, Noit said, give me Cole Beasley. Only the media had a problem with Cole. All his teammates and coaches, especially Josh, always, ha- always had his back. And nothing but high praise. He said Zach Seegers uh, had a little bias on that one. I think so too. Totally agree with that. He, you know, he. I think Zach got caught up in all that other stuff. Uh, he was a good player. I think he could still play. I just think that he's at the point of his career where he's being picky and choosy, um, and also maybe he be he might be wanting to come back at a week four, week five, week six after he finds a situation that's you know tailor made to go win a Super Bowl. That's all he really has left. He's played for two pretty big time, you know, at least, well, I want to say two big time franchises for sure in the Cowboys. And then for a great quarterback in Josh Allen. So all that guy has left to really go do is have a chance to compete and win. So, um, all-star on the offense, five red penalty, repeat the down. Okay. Uh, a few minutes left, Danny Bailey. Anything that we didn't talk about you think that we should find a way to get into the show today, sir? Uh, I think we got most of it. I mean, you talked about Vin Scully, tough loss in the no, world I, of broadcasting, the world of baseball. Tim Patrick, obviously the news of the day. But yeah. I think I think we are kind of all in agreement that there are plenty of Broncos who can step up to fill that void. I agree. Okay, uh, want a shout out here, Coyote Motorsports. Absolutely love these guys. Um, a legendary kind of brand is Coyote Motorsports. Those guys at 58th and I-25 have been delivering in this town for a very, very long time. They're the standard. Ryan Root, his team over there, I mean, the service center stuff, if you're looking for, I mean, those CM Motos are so wicked. Those Ziggy's, um, those Ziggy scooters. They're like mopeds. They're, they're scooters. They're not like a stand-on scooter. They're like a moped scooter, man. Fully electric. So wicked. So cool. Um, I mean, they got um, a bunch of w- really, really nice uh, used bikes right now. I mean, they're the standard for any Yamaha product at all. And then I want an ATV. I want an ATV from these guys. So go make your way over there. They're one of our sponsors here. Uh, presenting sponsors sponsors of our, our training camp coverage. Absolutely love these guys. Go make your way down there. Holler at Shannon. Holler at their crew. Ryan Root is a class act, and they're going to take care of you guys. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line for Anillo and Andrew. Is Andrew going to be with Anillo? Yes, he will. Okay. 
Well, they'll do a good show for you guys. Uh, Rockies got beat up last night by the Padres. Padres probably feeling themselves a little bit. JJ keeps saying Soto, Tatis, and Machado. He keeps saying he said like 50 times. I'm like, yeah, bro. Yes. That's exactly what what it is going to be. So imagine the Rockies having to go up against those guys about uh, 12 times a year. Ooh. Oh, uh, dark and ominous. Yeah, for sure. And then also want to shout out the Sharpest Rides. These Sharpest Rides, go check their website out. There are lots. Uh, you're, you're not going to find more of a selection of used cars anywhere in town. Um, and they're going to be priced right. They're going to be priced fair. They're going to take care of you. They're going to get you into what you need. Uh, man, their guys are, they will work hard for you. They're flexible. Um, he said, bring your, your trade down. Or if you have a car to sell, and even if you're not going to a, you know, to trade out and just trying to, you know, to, to sell a vehicle, we'll give them an opportunity to give you a price on it. That's kind of a thing right now, man. Uh, especially if you're, you know, you have an extra car, you're moving, uh, consolidating. Maybe you got that grandma who's had that car in, in the garage. She only drove it to the grocery store in the church. I mean, you know, it's they will absolutely make you a super fair offer and take care. And if you want to swap it out for something else in the lot, well, you know, come in and talk to these guys. Rob is the general manager there. He's great. His son is Brandon, man. I love him too. They got a really, really good thing. Kevin's put a wicked team together. And Kevin's a former football player. Looks like a, a, f- a football player still. Big old beefcake is 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 Kevin Sharp, man. So um, go check those guys out. And we're happy to have those guys as one of our sponsors here for our training camp coverage. Really appreciate them big time. Uh, that is about it. Danny Bailey, uh, appreciate your hard work. Anillo and Andrew will be up here in just a minute. Anillo's been grinding here. He's been putting the show together. He's been rehearsing. So if you hear him in the background, it's him just kind of talking to himself, rehearsing. Um, that's how dedicated he is to his craft. Practice will be over here in about 15 or 20 minutes. If you want to go find, you know, live, uh, audio of coach Hackett. he's pretty interesting to listen to and that's it we'll see you guys tomorrow for day eight of broncos training camp we really appreciate you guys and we love you good night sheila good night good night thank you sheila bye terry bye sheila i'll never forget tonight bye terry all right Alan, whatever go inside bye sheila see you, t- see you terry bye sheila i don't know if you heard me bye terry bye sheila Man, I guess I got my swagger back. Truth. New watch alert. New blows. Or the big face rollie I got.